Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. We're talking everything St. Louis Blues as we head into the Blues booth. Presented by Boardwalk Hardwood Floors, a proud partner of your St. Louis Blues. Find your perfect new floor at our four convenient locations and online at BoardwalkHardwood.com. Knights are in action tonight over at Enterprise Center. 7 o'clock pregame here on 101 ESPN. 8 o'clock face-off, and our friend Jamie Rivers will be part of the call on Bally Sports Midwest. Rivers joins us now here on 101 ESPN. Rivers, uh, a late start tonight, if you weren't aware of it. 8 o'clock, so take your time getting to the rink. <laughs> yeah, it does throw me off a little bit, because as you know, Randy, we're trying to always organize the radio schedule, with the TV schedule, and then you know, got a bonus hour today on the air, so that's good. Yeah. Hey, I want to start with something that's serious, and we'll have fun and, and play around, but one of the greatest Blues alumni and one of the greatest people I know is Kelly Chase, and the Blues put on Twitter yesterday that Chaser is starting his uh, chemo treatments for leukemia. He started them yesterday, and you know Chaser as well as anybody, and I just wanted you to, to weigh in with, with your thoughts and, and prayers for our, our friend Kelly Chase. Yeah, you know, look, Chaser, from the day I got here to St. Louis, was an unbelievable teammate, unbelievable guy. I remember how welcoming he was when I was 18. He made sure I had a car to drive around while training camp was going on, and, and he always just, you know, looked out for all of his teammates, and, and he's never stopped. You know, even post-career, he's, he's always looking out for people, and he's he's always been a fighter. So, you know, uh, and, and I'm, you know, Randy, as well as anybody, Chaser's never backed down from a good fight. Uh, and this is going to be a hell of a fight, but I think he's got this. Yeah. Agreed. We're all thinking of him right now. Well, Jamie, I wanted to ask you about, obviously, what a performance that was by Jordan Bennington in Las Vegas. You've seen a lot of great games from Benner, but where does that one rank amongst some of the, his greatest moments? Wow. You know, I think we forget sometimes just how good Jordan Bennington has been since being recalled way back in the 2018-2019 season. I mean, obviously, he went on that magnificent Stanley Cup run, and there are a number of games where he played out of his mind in that playoff run. You know, the the double overtime game against the Dallas Stars, of course, we always go back to Pat Maroon because he scored the overtime winner, but without Jordan Bennington, there is no overtime that game. I mean, there were pockets of that game where the Dallas Stars were all over the Blues, and Jordan Bennington made save after save after save. And then, you know, the Game 7 against the Boston Bruins – Without Jordan Bennington in the first period, you, maybe you don't win the Stanley Cup. In fact, I'd argue you don't because there probably would have been two or three goals scored in that first period. So to go back to you know the, the last game here in Vegas just the other night, it was a magnificent performance. But I'm not surprised. If that makes sense, I'm not surprised. And it was a lot of the national people around the hockey world have these things that, that these these thoughts about Jordan Bennington, you know, he's not a goalie he once was, or he's a flash in the pan, or his antics and all this other crap that they bring up. He is a fantastic goalie, and I tell you right now, apart from maybe two other guys in the NHL, that most teams would want Jordan Bennington in between the pipes in Game 7 with the Stanley Cup on the line. 
Jamie, there's a, a quote by Mike Tyson. So I'm going to paraphrase it here. It says, discipline is doing the things you hate to do, but doing them like you love it. And, and you know, when, when football players play on Sunday and then they got to play on Thursday night, our bodies are sore. We don't want to get up and do that, but you have to. As a hockey player, you might be sore after two or three games, but you got to get up and play that third or fourth game. How do you get this team to, to do that every single night with the discipline, with the effort, with the energy, so that it's not win one, lose one, lose one, win one, just the back and forth that it has been? Yeah, it's a grind. There's no doubt. You know, and I can tell you this, it's not an excuse. It's just a fact. And had I not been traveling with the team, I maybe wouldn't have thought about it as much as I have here recently. But this has been a grind on this club. The month of November, leading into December now, it has been almost constant travel. They've had a couple of home games here and there, but the players have been home for a day and a half, maybe two days at the most, and then back on the road for a minimum of four days, and then a couple of big long trips as well. So that's a grind too. And I think people forget that that factors into it because you're constantly disrupted. It's not like life and luxurious lifestyle. Yes, they have the chartered flights. Perfect. They get fed well, all that stuff. They're taken care of, yes. But they're constantly having to pack unpack, get ready, go to a rink, and you're getting beat up in the meantime. They're playing two or three games in that pocket of time, and they've got to try and ice their bodies and and stay in shape and stay on top of things. It's always it's constant motion that isn't easy. So for this Blues team, I think that they're starting to get the hang of it a little bit. I'd like to see them a little more consistent. Uh, And the bottom line is, Kerry, from the first game you play during the season – to the last game, you're hurt. Yep, <laughs> you're, you are. You're, you're. You're like it's 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 just a level of pain between one and ten, and it depends what it is from a week to week basis or a game to game basis. So it's nothing new for these guys, and maybe some of the younger guys are learning to deal with it in a different way. But you know, I, I think that for me, the inconsistency isn't so much that guys are getting tired or beat up on all the time. I still think that this is a relatively young team in some areas. And they're maturing and they're learning what it's like to play a full 82-game season and to be counted on every night, not just to be an accent piece. Right. Hey, Rivs, uh, the schedule after tonight, and uh, I would imagine that we'll have an angry Vegas team here, but then you get three of the top or three of the bottom five teams in the league in your next four games, Columbus, Chicago, Detroit playing really well, and then Ottawa. They're not very good this year either. Is this a key point? Because it seems like during the holiday season, as we approach the holidays, there seem to be some distractions. Can this be, as far as the Blues making the playoffs in a very tight league, can, could this be a key stretch for this team? Oh, absolutely. I mean, look, at you still, to your point, just to Kara's point a couple minutes ago, you know, win one, lose one, win one, lose one. You know, the Blues, to their credit, haven't lost two in a row here, but they also haven't strung together a bunch of winning streaks either. So I think that this part of the schedule is huge. I think that you've got some games that are winnable. Uh, however, I would caution not to look past those games mm-hmm. because the last time that happened, uh, you look past a team called San Jose mm-hmm. and you end up losing 5-1. And, you know, sometimes, I think, <clears throat> excuse me, I think there was a certain amount of maybe even looking past Arizona the other night. And... You know, that blew up in your face because you weren't ready to go in the first period. So I don't think, even though there's teams that are not good in this league, I don't think there's ever a game where you can't prepare for it. So this Blues team better be ready to go. If they truly want to win games, those are the games they have to really elevate their game but they make sure they get the damn two points. Yep. And by the way, congratulations to the Sharks. They're not in the basement of the league anymore. <laughs> the, the Chicago Blackhawks have the worst record in the National Hockey League now. 
It's always good to hear those words. Chicago Blackhawks <laughs> in the basement. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, Ribs, have fun tonight. We'll be tuned in. Thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it, and uh, have a good one. Thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate it. Take care. That's our buddy Jamie Rivers, Blues analyst on Valley Sports. You'll hear him this afternoon with Anthony Stalter on the Fast Lane on 101 ESPN.